From the wild woods of Vancouver Island, welcome to the Soda Pod. You should join me here alongside the state of Hoppy. And thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. Episode 228, Hoppy, on this Wednesday. How are you, my friend? Not well. Sick, but that's okay. We persevere. Not down for the count. He's still signed on, ladies and gentlemen. The state of Hoppy is here. Um, this is a fun Wednesday episode. Uh, I know on Monday we really you know, dug into hockey talk, and this is still hockey talk. But uh, let's just let's just run down what this one's going to be about, eh, Hoppy? Yeah. Um, I mean, being that it's the day before Thanksgiving, we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things we're thankful for from a hockey perspective. But then. Uh, a debate topic that we got into uh, a couple weeks ago. We're just going to do a couple of top five, bottom five rankings that we both came up with for a couple different categories, both hockey related and otherwise. So just a, a fun little filler for everybody. And before we get into what we're thankful for again, uh, right before American Thanksgiving here, I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to our partners here on the SodaPod 7th Avenue Pizza and of course Northland Vodka and a reminder to check out all the podcasts here under the SodaPod banner MNC AA every Friday, Brewery Travels every Thursday and of course Judd's Buds every Tuesday. So go Check those out. Support them if you subscribe to this feed. If you're new to this feed, subscribe and make sure to update yourself and check out all of the podcasts here on The Soda Pod. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at The Soda Pod. And of course, we're powered by DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. They support us, so support them by using promo code THPN upon sign up for bonuses and of course, weekly deals. Uh, let's get into what we're thankful, thankful for, Hoppy. Yeah, and before talking Minnesota Wild or, of course, both of our uh, closet fandoms, not so closeted, um, <laughs> got to thank the people that have really helped this year in making the Soda Pod what it is. And you already hit two of them off the top, right? 7th Ave Pizza, Northland Vodka, both have been incredible partners to work with. We've got things in the works for next year. A lot of fun coming up, but could not thank either of them more. Um. Then there's obviously the people that have contributed. Anyone that's come on and been you know, a guest, we've had several repeat guests. You all know who you are, and we love all of you. But more importantly, the people that have started being more regular contributors, because what, Isha, for about a year and a half, it was you and me. And yeah. now and Joey, to and Joey. Let's let, and, Joey's and Joey, not the and forgotten Joey. one. <laughs> no, he's not forgotten. It, he just hasn't been on for a while because, well... If I were him, I wouldn't want to jump on a podcast after backpacking for a week either. So yes, <laughs> him and him and Q, of course. Um, but we now have Spoke Z, who has done an incredible job. We give him shit, and we have fun with the well, the the frazzled being that he is usually on his episodes. But guy has absolutely crushed it, and we would not want him to be any other way. And then several contributors to MNCAA. We got Nick Maxson. Alex Micheletti, Ryan Stieg, and Drew Cove that are regular contributors. But then we've got guys like Eric Vigo and James Murray who have stepped in at, at times to cover. And then we have a couple others that might be in the works here as well. We'll see. But so far, again, thank you to all of them. And anyone that listens to us, anyone that I just named there, please go out and follow them if you're following all of what we do. 
And then Isha, you know, we've got to cover that. There's too many breweries to go through all of them, but the ones yeah. in particular that have really just gone above and beyond with us. Again, no disrespect to the others. Cause we love you all. Josh Letty back channel. Love you, man. You've been awesome and excited for some of the things we're working on together. Justin, our boy at Lupulin. He has been incredible. Uh, anyone that didn't listen to Monday's episode, I give you the rundown on what I did last weekend up at Lupulin. A lot of fun. And again, great people, great beer. And all Isha cares about, can art and high ABV. They crush <laughs> it all. Uh, our boy Matt at Beaver Island. And of course, Tim at Mankato Brewery. All of you have been awesome. All the breweries we've had and all the breweries that we will have, because there are a couple that are already in the works for the end of this year. Again, just makes what we do here so much more fun. Yeah, like we have a laundry list of people we can thank. Like, like Hoppy said, all the guests, all the all the breweries. But uh, thanks for hitting on you know everyone you did there, Hoppy. And just like quickly from my perspective, like shout out because we have we have the metrics here of like where and who listens to this podcast. Shout out everyone outside of Minnesota too who has like mm -hmm. started listening to us on a, a regular basis. You know, British Columbia they got a little bit you know. Probably because of my presence, of course. A little bit of a following here, but man, there's 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 fans all over the United States too. So if you're listening, thank you so much for the support, you know, outside of the great state of hockey. We're super thankful and appreciative. For sure. Now let's get into the hockey side of things, Isha. I'll let you kick off. We'll both cover our teams first before getting into our adopted team, the wild. Uh anything at all to be thankful for at this point with the Vancouver Canucks it's tough it's uh it's tough right now for the vancouver canucks i'll go you know right into player you know right into the players right now there's two in particular three in particular this season that i'm thankful for um thatcher demko despite not having defense in front of him you know on paper or on the ice he's still coming to play and proving that he is going to be one of usa's olympic goaltenders i mean if they even go to the Olympics and JT Miller up front again, another American Olympian. I, I imagine he's just take him and Demko both put this team on their backs and they're the ones who are trying to win games every night, but I don't want to take anything away from Bo Horvat who may not dazzle on the score sheet, but the guy is the pure captain of this team. And though JT Miller is the more vocal one dropping the F bombs left, right and center. Uh, you, I imagine Horvat's thinking them too. And so those three on the ice are really, they're coming to play every night, proving that they still want to win and don't want to be embarrassed. So I'm thankful to have those type of players, you know, on the team that I love. And, you know, if Aqualuni, the blueberry man himself can make the proper changes and step away, then I'll be thankful for that because it has been eight years too long. Fair, fair. Uh, on the Pittsburgh side, uh, really two guys that just are at the forefront for me. Everyone knows the love that I have for Teddy Bluger, Minnesota. Well, not a Minnesota boy, I guess. He's a he's a Euro, but he played for Mankato Mavericks. You all heard about a year ago when Darren Blue sang his praises when he came on the pod. He's just been lights out so far, especially picking up the slack for Malkin and Crosby and the other slew of injuries that the Penguins have had to deal with. And uh, again, I'll I'll scream it from a mountaintop. Mike Sullivan, borderline best coach in the NHL. The guy is proving it, and you're seeing it when the big guys are out. When players buy in and play the system, they're still a really tough team to beat. And as soon as they get 71 and 87 back, full team healthy, 
if the players can maintain that and continue doing what he's preaching, it's a team that people have to watch out for in the playoffs, plain and simple. So thankful for both of them. There, I mean, injuries aside too, because I know that's obviously the biggest part of the narrative. It's just this is the narrative of the Pittsburgh Penguins, healthy or injured. They Every don't do year, well man. in the beginning of the season. Every year. People uh, are already telling me that they're not gonna make the playoffs, and I just chuckle. Before we pivot to the wild there, I just want to also say a shout out. And again, for those people in British Columbia who are listening, like shout out to all the great BC residents and first responders right now. Uh, the, our province, Hoppy, I don't know if you even know this, there it's in a state of emergency right now due to flooding. There's entire towns, north, south, you know, on the island in Vancouver that are just no more, completely evacuated underwater. Um, I just talked to my dad yesterday. He's up in northern Prince George. They haven't got a food shipment in town on their in their five, you know, supermarkets for a week so everyone's eating yeah. beans and though they though they have a gas refinery of their gas is over okay but down here i mean gas is not reaching vancouver it's it's it, it, we're in a state of emergency right now and just shout out to all the great bc residents who are stepping up to help their neighbors and everybody and of course all the first responders who've right after covid and obviously a lot of them still in the hospitals there having to deal with this i saw i saw someone uh, on his boat hoppy pulling cattle from one end of Chilliwack, which is, you know, a farming uh, spot in Vancouver to another just to like save, you know, save one guy's farm and the animals there. So just shout out to everyone there since, you know, we are throwing thanks around. Um, it's, it's crazy times here in British Columbia. Man, I, I honestly was not aware. But now thrown into the wild on a positive note. <laughs> yeah, take her away, man. Let, let's hear what, what are we thankful for with the wild so far this year? We are thankful and I'm going player to start, Hoppy. Flip, uh, thankful for a healthy Matt Zuccarello. We haven't uttered the phrase love the player, hate the contract at all this year. Because right now, I love them both. I love them both. I am super thankful for Matt Zuccarello. Oh, and I, I hope I hope one day we have him on the podcast and we can like just tell him so he can laugh in our face that that was an expression we made based off <laughs> of him that we've applied elsewhere, right? Oh, yeah. But like, like, Again, at the time of signing, I don't regret what I said, but he's really showing out to be one of those guys that hasn't shown that he's aging at all. Like but he's he, he's kind of rejuvenated here. He might put a like put up a career year in numbers this year with the Wild. He's surely on pace to. Now I know I don't think he's going to be point per game at the end of the year, but shoot, JT Miller did it in Vancouver and he wasn't a point per game player before, so sometimes it's just the right fit, the right minutes and the right I don't know, the right center. The right, the right. Victor Rask, baby. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was going to say the right coach putting you in positions to succeed, but I guess, shit, if you're That's putting Victor Rask in the middle, you're not really putting anybody in a position to succeed. It's working somehow. <laughs> we just have to accept it. It's so weird. It's just one of those things where, like, you know, the numbers just don't add up. It just is what it is. Yeah. All right, take it away. You next. I mean, from a player perspective, we absolutely have to talk about the one that we've just been jamming down everyone's throats recently. And thank you again, spoke Z for really putting this on the radar. I always love the player, but Rem Pitlick, he, the guy can just play. And he's a guy that's had to, I mean, again, we don't know how much people look, but everyone knows what's being said online. Like it's not a secret. And he knows he came in and he was kind of the, the, you know, Timmy Har, right going back to the 80 Olympics and guy has absolutely excelled done whatever he's needed to limited minutes, limited role. And he kind of just looks like he belongs. Dude, and four goals, 
four goals, six points in eight games. And the guys, like you said, limited minutes. Like, come on. What yeah. a stud. What a stud. Uh, can I throw one more player out there? Because oh, yeah, it, sure. it goes hand I in expect, hand. I expect you to. It goes hand in hand. His line mate, Ryan Hartman. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I mean, if if you don't love general manager uh, uh, Billy Guerin after this, I mean, come on. This guy signed him to the steal of all steals. And listening to Ryan Hartman recently uh, on Russo's podcast, uh, one of the podcasts, the athletic one, I can't keep track of the names. Um, straight from the source? Yes. Straight from the source, baby. He uh, He just, like... He just sounded like a guy who's just so thankful to be in the position that he is to play professional hockey, despite what the numbers are, you know, the number of the contract that is right. No matter what the dollars are, he's just a guy who goes about his business, lives his life to the fullest off season and in season and just loves to play hockey. And he's one of those players who like, I like coming from a, you know, Vancouver Canucks fan over here. I like the players that you love when they're on your team, but you know would hate them if they're anywhere else. That's Ryan Hartman, man. He's the wild uh, 2021 Alex Burrows, and I'm here for it. There you go. And then for me, the other player, uh, Isha, if I gave you a guess, you could probably come up with who I'm going to pick. Is he playing today? (laughs) Well, no, technically not. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sorry, was he called up today? He's, He's called up and sent to Florida for no goddamn reason. It's Kalen Addison, and uh, I mean, some of it's tongue-in-cheek, but really, like, this is a guy that you can tell is excited to be here. He's humble. He's not, like, pissed about being sent up and down, getting limited minutes. And I'm telling everyone, like, he is going to be an absolute stud in a couple of years. And he's he's looked good. He's fit in when he's played. And then he goes back down to Iowa and just dominates. Yeah. And just something about his, like, persona, too. Like, he's still a little shy, but, like, as soon as he starts opening up, like you see that personality, you saw the the documentary that got thrown up by the wild. You saw like some of the interviews that he's done now. Like, I think he's going to really blossom and just continue to be a fan favorite. Even if he shaves off that magnificent mustache. And, and you know what I love about him is he seems, and I, and I say this with like in, in the most complimentary way possible, but he's like kind of just like a goofy go lucky guy where like, from what I've heard and from what I've seen, like all the coaches love him, even if they're laughing at him and some of his like just weird personal antics um, and all the players love him. And he, again, one of those guys who's just like goes about his business. He's in a proper developmental path. He's not like upset about it at all from what I've you know seen and heard again. And yeah, he's going to be incredible for this team when, uh, when he joins them full time. Yep. All right. Then you get one non player. One non-player. Hmm. I think uh, <laughs> I think we're gonna have to go with my Vancouver boy Judd Brackett. I am thankful, and it all go. It all comes up to. It, I mean, it's trickling down here. It it all is thanks to General Manager Billy Guerin, of course. But bringing in this guy, you know, recognizing that, huh? You know, Vancouver doesn't really look good on on the ice in season, but hell, they're actually building like a pretty good framework. Who's actually doing that? It's not Jimbo Jim Benning there. Hashtag thank you, Jim. It's Judd Brackett snaked him right after the Canucks didn't appreciate his services. Jim Benning wanted to do everything himself. I'm thankful for Judd Brackett still, uh, still being part of one of the teams that I cover and follow anyways in the Minnesota wild. And I think already in one draft, 
you know, where he hasn't even got his hands too like messy in it. He's already doing amazing things. You know, wait, give him like a couple more years here when his team really is just scattered all over the world and has their system going. Man, the Minnesota Wild, they're going to be pumping out prospects left, right, and center even when they're competitive and aren't paying Suter <laughs> and Parise anymore. Yeah, man, and it it just speaks to the depth that we have right now in the organization. Yes, like, again, not, yes. not, not immediately with the Minnesota Wild, but couple of years it's gonna be scary well it's coming after one it's draft coming. man it's what like we're talking about uh kuznadinov in russia right well, we're talking about drafts, players in the ohl two, two drafts, drafts yeah. but... we're talking about players in the ohl right now dude the, the player if you guys listen to judd's buds on tuesdays you already know this but the player that spoke z is like the most excited about like just gets giddy when he talks about him carson lambos Yes, that's like that's like the like under the radar first round pick for the wild because of the Wallstead move up, which, again, we're all excited about Wallstead. Let's be real. But oh, no. And oh, Winnipeg, man. they're they're crushing it right now. They're crushing it in the dub, man. It's insane the way he can play. But uh, and for me, I'll, I'll just say the obvious then Bill Guerin, like I was so excited. when I mean, I was actually initially sad that he USA, left Pittsburgh. USA. And now, yeah, now he's going to run Team USA. It's going to be really interesting to see how that works out. God, I hope that the NHL still goes to the Olympics because I know we've still got until, like, January for them to officially back out if there ends up being a bunch of games missed for COVID well, that they have I mean, to make up. And we won't go down this route, but just to note it, and I want everyone, I encourage everyone to go look it up, like, the Canadian and American government might actually, like, protest this because they don't want any ties to China right now because of what's going on there politically and with their citizens. So, like, that's the latest thing. Canada might not even, like, Hockey Canada might protest this, and we may not even see Canada's hockey team there. So I'm just I'm just throwing that out there, too. This is It's crazy what's going on. God, that's going to make it, like... I want to beat Canada to get our gold. Well, man, I mean, the U.S. might not might not send their players either. It's crazy. Oh it's no, crazy. they'll end up going. <laughs> Canada, I believe it. Like Joe Biden will like, be sleeping, and someone will go sign yeah. it anyways. It'll be like, oh, we got exactly. this. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's happening for the U.S. If the NHL is going, is but... it a real win if Canada doesn't show up? Sorry, I said I wouldn't take this into the weeds, and I am. We'll talk yeah, about nice, it on a different yeah. time. <laughs> the NHL season is underway, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-timed clapper or a deft deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, don't worry about it. DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THP. PN throw down $1 on any NHL game and win a hundred in free bets. If either team scores a goal this week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
All right, let, let's uh, cover then the first topic of four that we have here. Uh, we're doing essentially a top five, bottom five for each of these categories. First one being center depth, and that's talking across all of the NHL teams. Isha, do we want to start top five or bottom five? Uh, let's let's start positive. Let's start okay. uh, top five. Give me give me your and this doesn't have to be like your order from one to five, but just give me your first yeah. team. I don't really have them in particular order. Uh, the Florida Pan- the Florida Panthers. Ah, they they just barely missed for me. I oh, mixed really? them at the last second, but yes, I I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of the names there, younger players and players who are just bona fide National Hockey League players. Um, and and I'm taking in like it's center depth, right? So it does you don't have to have four studded stars for it to be the the best center. Dude, they, the- they you have got like Sam... the biggest mixed bag too, right? Exactly. So you got Barkov, who is the man, right? Yeah, you got he's Bennett, the, the who is the resurgent player that everyone thought was dust and is turning no, out he, to be incredible. Hoppy, he was dust as a player, like he was a a, a bust because he was ex- drafted so high, expected to put up like a ton of points, but he developed into a great two way player, like a fourth liner. He's putting and, up the points no, too, and yeah. now he's putting up the points. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like yep. Sam Bennett, um, I mean the double Sam's there with Sam Reinhardt. Yeah, uh, he's, Anton he's Lundell in the, in the middle, but then, yeah. So you talk Lundell and Thornton, like you, you got the old bull and the young calf. Like you basically got the aging veteran. Who's going to be really good for the locker room come playoff time. And then you got Lundell who's kind of injecting that youth into the org. Uh, I'm totally cool with this pick. They just barely fell off. Hobby. Of and and there's five. one more who's not like a regular and I'm sure they throw again. I'm just assuming it's, I'm sure they throw him on the wing every now and then too, but uh, his name's E2. Luon Strenainen, and he's got 15 games played, six goals. He's 23 years old. Like, he's not even, like, they're probably putting him on the wing right now and he's scoring, but he's a center. You know, that that's his position, uh, the position he developed in anyways before reaching the National Hockey League. So, yeah, they're first on my list. Okay. Um, so, this one is going to be interesting, but this is the one that I actually put on that displaced the Florida Panthers. Oh. And at first I thought there was no chance that they'd be on it. And it's hilarious because I'm looking on screen right now at Mark Parrish on Valley Sports. It's the Pesky Isles, man. It's the Pesky really? Isles. You look at their team because it's the way that they're established, right? Yeah. Like when healthy, you got your number one, Barzell, who He's I maintain good, is a top tier 1C. No, he is. Then in the middle, again, however you want to slice that, you have... Brock Nelson, who is very difficult to play against, has incredible offensive moments and absolutely can play two-way hockey. And then J.G. Pajot there for your number three. Like, that's really, like, it's not saying that you have three number one centers. It's saying that they all fit their role really well. And that's not a team that you want to match up with down the middle come playoff time. You know, great pick. Um, they were a, t- a team I considered. I didn't I didn't put them up there. And I, now that you're making that argument, I don't know why. But no, they again. I, mean, I barely, hard... I barely chose to yeah. pick them over Florida. And I mean, you know, talking about the best center depth, center depth, and this is ironic if you're Minnesota, but center depth. I mean, there's a lot of teams with center depth these days, right? A lot of a lot of teams lack that those scoring wingers. Well, the Wild, it's just funny that they're, mm-hmm. of course, the odd, uh, the stepchild, right? The the odd one out. Yep. All right. Next up for you. Oh, and this pains me to say it. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh. I didn't even have them. Yeah, and I and I put them on here because I'm 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 taking my bias out of it. Everyone who listens to the Soda Pod, and if you're new here, I fucking hate the Leafs. I hate everything about them. 
but I have to give them the, the proper respect they deserve here because you have a one-two punch of John Tavares and Austin Matthews. Like, that's insane. I Who mean, that's insane. That? And then Alexander Kerfoot on their second line, and then their fourth is either, yes, he's old, but he's kind of like what we, the Joe Thornton argument, Jason Spezza, who's been playing actually yeah. really, really good given his role for the Maple Leafs, and David Camp, who's a career solid fourth liner. Yeah. A great fourth no, I'm, shutdown. I'm good center. with that. I don't. Yeah. I don't disagree. Like that's absolutely worthy of top five. Just wasn't on my list personally. Okay. Well, that's like the same uh, with the Islanders, right? Well, Set and totally they, they should. Well, so Toronto or Florida should replace the one I'll do next. And this is going to blindside you a bit. Okay. But if you look at every roster in the NHL and you just look at like talent, right? Not production so far this year. Vancouver Canucks have one of the best center depths in the NHL. That's you so funny because Elias Pedersen, <laughs> you have Bo Horvat, and JT Miller is currently playing center. Like, dude, that that if you got things firing on all cylinders, that's a really tough center core to beat. You know what's so funny is I'm so I guess quote unquote depressed as a Canucks fan right now that <laughs> that didn't even cross my mind. It really didn't. Because Pedersen's invisible. He's not even on the ice this year. <laughs> This is fun that we've had completely different picks so far. Who's your next one? My next one is, uh, and this, I mean, this is not going to surprise anyone. The Carolina Hurricanes, right? Okay. Yep. That one, honestly, if I have to like pick one, that's probably my favorite. Me too. And I think they are the best. Like, I think they do have the best center depth because it's not just depth. I mean, they're, they're scary up and down. Like their fourth line center could still burn you. Right. Like it's, it's unbelievable. And Jordan stall, man. I mean, he's the one stall brother. Actually, no, I guess Eric never really fell off. But, like, the one who's always been at, like, you know, he didn't get to the expectations maybe of the in the Pittsburgh Penguins where they want him to be. Got to Carolina. Uh, that's and, not true. That's not true. Okay, well, fair enough. I don't know. He was drafted so high, I figured maybe they wanted a little bit more offense out of the guy. I don't know. No, dude. They want, they want He was exactly what they wanted him to be. They couldn't afford him, Malkin, and Crosby. They had to pick, and they picked Malkin and Crosby. Fair enough. That's, Carolina, that's pretty much what it came to. And Carolina got exactly probably what you know was advertised and he hasn't changed at all you know he now, hasn't digressed at all sure and what people don't realize is that it actually worked out pretty well for yeah pittsburgh like brian dumoulin is their best defenseman and has been like the linchpin in winning those cups that no one talks about he was part of that deal so i'm going to read some names at center sebastian aho Vinny trocek martin ekash jordan stall and then these players are are Pinda centers, but they're playing other positions. We, we got to look it up, Isha, because we've Seth argued about Jarvis, this so many times. Derek Stepan, Kokenyemi. You say, you say Nikash. I'm pretty sure it's Natchez. So I, I we got to figure that out because Craig one of Button us is- says Nikash. I'm going with Nikash. Craig Button says. Yeah, I mean, he's, right. the, he's like the new Pierre Maguire. He, he's claiming he knows all about the prospects. Oh, man. Where I is Pierre Maguire? Best way to lead. Is he with Ottawa right now? He's in the bushes watching little kids play hockey right now. I thought he I thought he was hired by the Ottawa Senators. Uh, yeah, he was. I don't even know exactly what the role is anymore, but they did. Um, okay. All right, so Carolina, we both had, so that's mine as well. So you can lead with the next one. Um, I mean, how do you not pick the Edmonton Oilers? Yeah, I had them too. Yeah. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins. Who cares what the fuck? Uh, Nugent Hopkins not playing center. Still, he is he is a center. That doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't really but matter. The, the thing point. for me is that they have looked good this year. Like in the past, their third and fourth line have been like the detriment to them and why they lose. And so far, that hasn't been the case. And actually, 
it's not even as much because of center depth, but dude, Warren Fogel was an incredible pickup. He's yep. been so good for their third line. But for me, if you have two of the best centers in the game, as long as you have competent guys at yep. the three and four, you're set. So that's where I'm coming from well, with the Oilers. And Ryan McLeod, he's only 21 years old. Yeah, he's, and no, he's like, a solid player. Yeah, I mean, like, don't look at his points. Again, they're shutting shit down with the third and yeah. fourth pairing because they don't they're have to score. To score right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, we've got five goals already. Shut it down, boys. McDavid and Dreisaitl need to take a few minutes off. And if you can perform in that role, credit to you. You deserve yep. to be on this list. Nope, fair. So we both agreed on that, which means there should just be one left for each of us because I know yeah. you're not going to agree with me. Well, I got um, one. Yeah, we'll go with yours because that's probably my honorable mention. <laughs> it is. Uh, so, sorry, until Crosby and Malkin are out of the league, it's going to always be the Pittsburgh Penguins. And we're going to have a healthy, rested Malkin, which is going to be incredible. But it's not just the two of them, right? Like, Jake Gensel. I'll, I'll take I, Jake Gensel's not a center. Stop it. <laughs> he is not a center. No, they've got, dude, it's. The guy I already talked about on this show, Teddy Bluger, who is incredible bottom six center. And then Jeff Carter, who I'm still pissed that they decided to protect him instead of Jared McCann. I'll probably never forgive them for that, but the guy can play. So it is what it is. I would absolutely, in a playoff run, take Pittsburgh's center depth over Edmonton's. Not, I wouldn't even think twice. I agree. But, I, fucking lo- I love Jeff Carter and I, I I'm always rooting for him. I don't care what team he's on. You know, I'm wait, always wait, rooting you just for said Carter. that you would take Pittsburgh over Edmonton yet. You picked Edmonton for your top five instead of Pittsburgh. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, it was, it was a hard <laughs> list. To sol- it was a Move hard on. list. Move no, no, on. hold on. It was a hard list to solidify and I had to make them my honorable mention because they were originally my list, but I forgot about a team. I forgot about a team, and I couldn't believe I forgot about this team coming off two fucking back-to-back Stanley Cups, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Nah, I don't agree. Really? I mean, uh, it depends on whether or not you... Won two Stanley Cups because of center depth. No, they did, right, but it it's thinned out. (laughs) They have have points in Sorelli, and that's it. Because I don't, like, sure, Stamkos can play center, but they haven't been doing that. He's been playing on the wing for a long time. But he, like you said, he can and he's more than capable. It's not like it's a detriment to his game when he's not no, playing. No, right. But I'm looking realistically at where's the guy going to play. He's been playing at the wing, just like Nugent Hopkins. Hasn't played a lick of center. Yeah, but we're talking, again, center depth in the fact that, like, if they need to play it, boom, their center is three deep again. That's that's nuts. Anyways, okay. they're on my list. I think they they take they take the cake over Pittsburgh because hey, they won the last two Stanley Cups, and I still think I still think their centers are you know like I said in the top five. Right, Braden Point alone gets them that honor, so I'll I'll just accept it and move <laughs> on. All right, Isha, let's let's go to the bottom five, and this was tougher just to like think through and like digest and make sure I'm not missing a player that happens to be injured right now. Um, let, let's go. You can. Uh, oh, can we just like move past and agree that we both have Arizona? Yeah. Okay, we don't even have to discuss it. <laughs> Moving on. Um, uh, who's who's your next one up? <laughs> Mon- Montreal. <laughs> I don't know if I... I mean, it's not great. I think there's other teams that have worse center depth, but I'm I'm okay with Montreal. Yeah, it's pretty bad, dude. Like, Nick, Nick Suzuki is a great argument, but I don't know about the rest of them. That's about it. I mean, that, yeah. that's fair. I'm not upset about it. I'm going to have to think through all of these and come up with which one I would have maybe swapped out because I can't right now. And 
maybe this is the one that you'll argue should have, but dude, Seattle's center depth fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's I, bad. Actually, I forgot about them on this it's one. They're, they're on other parts of these, like as we go on to our next topics. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm, just curious, though. I'm, I'm curious though, what, like Seattle or Montreal, center depth, specifically center depth. And it's debatable, right? Uh, It's Seattle still. Okay. Yeah. It's Seattle so you agree still. with me? Or you think Seattle's better or worse? Better, sorry. Montreal's still on the list. Seattle's okay, still in the money, yeah. Fair enough. I yeah, for me it's like not good center depth in general, but then you have like their number two centers, Jared McCann, who I still like stand by the fact that he should be a wing, not a center. That's where he's excelled and thrived, and it pisses me off. All right. <laughs> um, Isha, let's hear another one. The San Jose Sharks. Really? San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Nope. I, this one I disagree on. Okay. That's good. That's good. Cause we've been agreeing too much here. Yeah. Um, no, I, I wholeheartedly don't agree that you can't come up with at least like seven or eight teams that have worse center depth. It's, it's one of those things, man, where if you go right on paper, sure. I spent a lot of time and actually still watch quite a bit of San Jose games, just being in the Pacific division here. Yeah. It, they're so bad. They're so the bad. The team is bad, not their centers. No, 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 the centers are bad too, man. Like, I don't know. It's just... All right, here's, here's me. stood out to me at all. I think if you're putting all your chips in Jonathan Darlene's basket, you got it. You got issues, man. Like, huh? he's... Like, Jonathan Darlene is their best center right now. That's he's fucked playing up. playing wing right now. Is he actually? Yeah. Dude, he plays on Couture's wing. Well, I don't like Couture either. Dude, I think I think Couture and is still Thomas... a solid top six center. Ah, he's not no. what he was, but he's solid. Hurdle is still a good center. Hurdle's and... the top center of this team, and he deserves to be. But right. that's but, it. That's, that's what I'm saying. It. If, but okay, if you got one Hurdle, two Couture, and then you got Benino in your bottom six, I just don't think that is a bottom five center depth in the league. Benino's They're not the top half. Benino's They're not the top not... half. Yeah, Benino's not playing good. I, I personally, I just don't like how Couture is playing over. I mean, he's 14 okay. points, but I don't know, man. Fair enough. Just... And again, I'm not defending that they have a good yeah, yeah. center depth. I just think that to call them bottom five is mean. But Okay. Maybe I'm being it. mean. Maybe I'm being mean. It. And again, res- respect to Logan Couture, what he's done. And again, he's leading this team in points. So like, what the hell do I know? Just never last year nor this year have been impressed with his play overall, especially with the argument that he's a top center. It's just, no. Fair enough. Um, man, I'm wondering how many of these you're going to fight then. Um, all right. Next one I'll do is Columbus. Uh, pretty, pretty bare cupboard there. Yeah, I don't even I know, don't know why I didn't pick to them start too. with that one. They were just one of those like Arizona. They were just a given. So I just didn't even <laughs> jot them down. I just forgot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty rough, man. Yeah. They, <laughs> like the they only, honestly, the only things they have are, wingers and goaltending and Zach Wierenski. Like their center depth is just. Atrocious. Yeah. I fucked up. They could probably Boone go. Jenner's a one C. <laughs> I know they, they honestly could replace my, my last two picks and that, that's okay. fair enough. Totally fair fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Next one for you then. Uh, Calgary. What? I don't like it. I don't I, like it. I no. I, I'm not even again, again, one. Columbus could, could have easily replaced Calgary. Because I forgot about. I Columbus. could replace yeah. Calgary with so many, and I I do not like Sean Monahan's game. But oh, he's a he's a fourth really good center. Hoppy, he's a fourth line center right now. That's he's Great. playing maybe twelve minutes because he Great. he Sutter does not like, him. <laughs> and he's coming that's, off injury and yeah. 
but that's that's fine, man. But that's not the only guy that had hmm. Backlund. Not that I mean, he's fine. Backlund's a solid middle six guy. I think Elias Lindholm is filthy, personally. He's 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 good. He's their top center. But again, we're talking center depth here. I don't right. like their center depth. I don't. Okay. Fair enough. Backlund we'll, at we'll one point, yes. Give me like four years ago, five years ago, sure. I I really thought he was underrated. Right. He's 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 washed up. All right. Next one is Ottawa. Ottawa is definitely worse center depth than the I mean, Calgary Flames, and it's not even close. That, they were the last one on my list, so there you go. Okay. So that's already hit. So then we won't even dive too deep into that. I do really, really like the future there, just having oh, Dylan yeah. Cousins and having Krebs. Like, if they can get people excited and, like, keep some of these players there, like, this can be a good team. And I don't say that just because of Joey, because Joey knows I'm pretty blunt when I think they're fucking awful. I think that there are good pieces to build on and move forward. I think getting Alex Tuck was a good thing, too, because he's clearly excited to go there and be, like, one of the guys. I think this could be a big turning point for them, even though they were kind of dickheads in the whole Eichel thing. Clean slate, move forward, see what they can do. But that their center depth right now is awful when Cousins is literally the only one worth talking about. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, one thing I have to highlight from this quick exercise here is I hope Wild fans come to appreciate. I know I can be critical of Wild fans and, and you know, this team sometime, and I'm kind of the outsider here. But I pick Calgary and San Jose over the Wild center depth. If, Which if I would, I would, I would take Calgary over. If Calgary wild, and San Jose had Victor Rask, San Jose. I'd, I'd if, if they had Victor Rask on their team, the Wild would be on this list. <laughs> now, I all right. Before I say the last one on my list, um, I will say I do think Wild are bottom ten. They're bad. The league. It's not good. People think it is, and that's okay. I like all of you being optimists, but no, the Wild center depth is like the issue with the team um all right the last one for me is ottawa it's pretty brutal that's literally like the only glaring like because they're not good right but they've got a lot of good futures on defense they've got a lot of good futures and current players on wing their center depth is bad it's not good yes um they were the last of my they they were the last of my list um you you mixed up ottawa and buffalo in your sentence earlier which is why i got a little confused there but uh yes what oh i said ottawa earlier (laughs) yeah that's what i was like oh i agree that's why i have last on my list (laughs) oh sorry so no all good all good okay well uh, ottawa and buffalo both on the same yeah yeah same i mean they're they're the same team right now (laughs) they have good prospects they got some time before they come up nyquil's hitting sorry no, all good. Uh, I just um, thought it was a okay. quick pivot, and it was a beautiful transition. Regardless, I. It was just at the uh, end where I was like, "Oh, we're going, we're going Ottawa again." Oh, okay, okay. Oops. <laughs> so right. there you have um, it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that's it for center depth. Next up, this one was tougher than I expected because usually I have pretty well defined tiers, but we're going blue lines, and like we're talking one through six on defense, right? Yeah. So, Isha, take it away. Who do you have on your plus column? Just like in the center depth, Carolina, baby. Carolina's. Yep, that's, that's why Carolina's really my favorite team in the East, but I didn't pick them for the cup because I had concerns about goaltenders being integrated into the org, but they're scary, man. They're going to be good. Yeah. No, they, they, they're so good. Like what a complete team. And, I mean, say what you want, and we surely have here on this podcast about Tony D'Angelo, 
my god has he replaced uh the other guy very well yeah like what 10 percent of the cost jeez it sucks that people get rewarded for not having a soul whatever um all right i'll take the other obvious one then because for me there was only two obvious ones and that's the colorado avalanche i don't think we even need to spend much time on it i think everyone listening is aware and if not feel free to dm us and i i'm happy to go into it on our next podcast but we'll just save time here when everyone knows they're a fucking wagon we should next one um i mean this this one was so hard honestly because i feel like it was hard and this might be easier this might have been easier for you but for me it was harder to determine all the tiers. It was easier for me to choose bad d- defenses. For I'll sure. say that. Oh, it was harder for me to trim down which ones were bad, like because there were so many bad ones. But I yeah, know, usually, usually there's more that I'm like, this is a defense that I'm in on. So yeah, let's hear next one. This one, and uh, again, it, it can be argued, but I'm gonna say oh, mine Tam- are all gonna be argued moving forward. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I thought yes, about it, them. It, it's top it. heavy. It's top heavy as far as the names that pop out. But I think the depth guys they have, like I, a lot of people said Bogosian was washed up. Shoot, man, even even playing 10, 15 minutes a night, solid, solid defender. So I'm picking, uh, I'm picking the Tampa Bay Lightning. Nope, that's again, I didn't pick them, but I don't have an argument. Um, this one will make people mad, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> but still, the talent, not what's happened so far this year, but like looking at the depth and the talent of it. Dallas Stars. Yeah, I would take. Minor. I would take their blue line in a heartbeat and not yeah. think twice about it. It's they, unbelievable. It's so talented, so talented. Yeah, like Heiskanen, Suter, Heiskanen Lindell, and Lindell is a sick Klingberg. Pairing. Klingberg oh. with Suter again. Like, say what you want about the locker room aspect of Ryan Suter. Him with an offensive stud like Klingberg, that's just scary. And their yeah. third pairing is no slouch either i i'm a big fan of their blue line and of rupe hence that's about as far as my love for the stars goes right now (laughs) (laughs) do they have matt sakaris on the team no sakara (laughs) i used to mess that up on radio so bad and i think he like picked up on it one time (laughs) i can imagine all right Um, next one okay and this one is going to probably raise hoppy's eyebrows but i really like and again, not really reflecting right now, but I like the I like the Philadelphia Flyers defense, man. And I think oh. it hits I hits I yeah. think it hits every everything you want in, in a defense. They have players who are purely offensive, they have players who are purely defensive, and there's an you know a, a range of veterans and young players who are coming up. It, again, it was hard to choose just a bunch of top fives because it was hard for me to determine tiers, but I really, really like them. And so I I, I think they're gonna take it on, on my list here. Man, I I don't agree. That's okay. That's yeah. not even like a bias thing. Like I just don't think they're good. But I think Ivan Provorov is sick. That's about it. <laughs> um, and I I say that too because like I didn't just because I didn't want to talk about Pittsburgh all day. But like I would absolutely take Pittsburgh's defense over. Really? Like, not even a second's hesitation. And I almost put them in my top five, but I I came up with other ones. Yeah, like I, I was gonna put Washington, but I was like, a Hoppy will just continue to roast me for that, that one. That's just so. Uh, yeah, Sorry. and I, you know, I came to my senses <laughs> there. But then I was go- like, I went through every team, and I was like, you know what? 
I, I'm less mad about Philly flyers. than I would have been about Washington. Washington's well, there you go. defense that, isn't good. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> and Spoke okay. Z would fucking roast me too if I picked Washington. Well, defense. hey, let, let's go to Spoke Z then. Uh, I weirdly like Boston's blue line. I do. Okay. And I never thought no, I would good. say that. Because I, I came into the year being pretty skeptical of it. The way it's rounded out and fit together. I, I like what they have. And are they actually, if I like really did a deep dive, looking at analytics, watching the tape, no, but I like a lot of what I've seen, at least from their top four, and they don't have a third pairing that's like a huge panic, right? And I'm sure Spoke Zio tell me reasons that I should, but oh, yeah. you can find that with any team's defensive depth. I, I like them. I think that there's more there than people realize. And having Mikey Riley on your third pairing, not a bad thing. Not, a not bad, bad. Not bad at all. All right. Sending it to the, the worst. No. We have one more. You've you've only done four. No, I agreed with uh You fuck, said Carolina, it? Colorado, Tampa, Philly. Who else? Oh, uh, then I don't have another one. Nice. Those are the only ones I have. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> um, so my fifth one, and this is a controversial one too, but I yeah. I feel more strongly about this one than Boston. Uh, I really like Vegas Golden Knights defense. Good pick. Um, you've got your top two guys who can play separate, right? It's it's nowhere near as good. I don't want to give that impression, but it's like the Niedermeyer-Pronger thing where you know your two horses and you know, your Petrangelo and your Theodore, they're going to munch a shit ton of minutes. And as long as you put someone with them that's not an idiot – you're good. Yeah. And then if you can get like a, a Braden McNabb and a Zach Whitecloud as your third pairing, I can work with that, right? Like stick Hag with Petrangelo, find someone else to go with uh, Theodore. That's a pretty solid blue line. Dude, it um, is. And I mean, I got a shout out to the, the Vancouver Island boy himself, Dylan Coughlin too, who actually yep. I saw him in the summer. He took a wrong oh. turn and drove right past the hockey podcast network. Uh, studios with his decked out vegas golden knights bmw you know suv uh but no you said it there much like i mean on a lower level i think but much like how tampa bays is constructed you got the top guys who are going to eat minutes and then you have the the depth guys who fill the role well and that the coach and team can trust right and you know the goaltender can trust too so um no Um, before before we go on to the the bottom right we should comment. I would probably, I mean, and this is without a deep dive and looking into every single team, like, and really getting a one through no, 32 list. We're just going to say that Minnesota this, around a dozen. I'd put them around 12. Fair, 10 or fair 12. enough. I, don't know. I was going to say this entire exercise, assume we didn't do like a four hour deep dive in every team no, in National yeah. Hockey. This, this is like this we is, went through hockey database, folks. Give this us a is break. pretty off the cup. I don't use hockey database, but yes. You don't um, use, what the fuck do you use? Don't worry about it. I have my things. You are such a weird human being. You've agreed with everything I've said, so clearly my process works. Fair. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What? Let, let's go into the shitty ones. <laughs> and uh, uh, hang on, hang on. Just like before, can we just not talk about Arizona? Is that fair? Okay, I'm crossing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so everyone knows that was both of our first picks. Uh, who's Who's next for you though? Seattle Kraken had had a little bit more. What? Yeah. What? Had a little, yeah, had a little bit more high hopes for them, but they're they're just awful too, man. Bottom five, that's rough. Yeah, I don't I don't agree. I mean, the bottom I'll, of the Pacific, they're bottom five. 
No, because bottom of the Pacific is the Vancouver Canucks. Their defense is atrocious. Well, they're they're also on my list. We'll get into them in a sec. <laughs> okay, well, that's that was my transition to the next one because I think I think it's they so are worse than, it's than so Seattle. <laughs> they're both, you know, all the, what is someone said on Twitter, all the sea creatures are swimming at the bottom of the Pacific and the sharks, the hey. Kraken and Canucks. <laughs> okay, okay. I feel it. I feel oh, it. Oh man. Okay, well, we both agree on Vancouver. Do you wanna talk about it more or should we just move past it so you don't cry? Um, I mean I knew it was going to be worse this year. <laughs> Put it this way. There's individual defenders who I don't mind on Vancouver. Like OEL's playing fine. Hughes is playing fine. As a whole, though, one player on each pairing can't carry. And it's just not looking good. Thatcher Demko's doing too much. Too much puck movement, not enough defense. I'll say that. And they still can't get their fucking power play together. But anyways. Love it. Love it. Okay, so that was Vancouver for both of us, Arizona for both of us. You said Seattle, so I'll uh, do another one here. Um, the one that maybe you have to, uh, Los Angeles Kings. It's it's brutal. There's nothing mm. redeeming about that blue line. They, yeah. They're awful. Um, yeah. Do you have them they, on your list? They no? weren't on my list, but they were a close okay. cut. Because I, I wanted to replace them with another controversial pick. The Hoppy's going to be like, get out of here. <laughs> that was Seattle for me. So if you have another one, I'm I'm all airs. <laughs> yeah. Um. Since our boy, uh, since our boy Letty is not on the team anymore, the Islanders, their defense sucks. That's a man. that's a dumb comment. Their that's the first sucks. dumb thing you've said. <laughs> their defense sucks. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> they're missing does. their they're missing their first pairing right now. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. Okay. All right. We're moving past that one then. Uh. Sadly, another one that we have already mentioned in the first one, except this time both negative, Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, that was my last one. Wierenski is great. Love him. There's not a ton else there. Like you got you got Boquist who will be good, but he's not there yet. They're they're just not a good blue well, line. And um, even then, Boquist is going to be more of a puck mover, right? Like he's not going to help. No, but that matters. No, it matters, but I'm just saying, like, in, in the whole, you know, blue line depth conversation, like, it's not going to help keep the puck out of the net when when it counts, right? No, I get that. But, yeah, both both matter. But yeah. um, last one for me, then, kind of the exact same thing, really. Uh, Ottawa Senators, they got Thomas Shabbat, who is filthy. Love not him. really much else to talk about. So that is why I picked them. I think uh, there is. Oh no, he's only played two games. That's why I was gonna say Brandstrom's another name that like in Canada I hear everyone yeah, he has, just swooning about. Playing, but yeah, he only yes. played two games. Yeah, he he will be good. And like they got Jake Sanderson. Like they have a future at D. There's just not a current. So yeah, I mean Mete's been Mete. He's not gonna do much more than be able to just like yeah. eat a few minutes. And yeah, no, I just went through them now again. Um, again, okay. I want I wanted to be a little controversial and throw because yeah. for some reason I've watched. I've watched like five Islanders, six Islanders games this year. In my, what stood out as bad for me has been their defense. So I okay. just wanted to throw them on here and be a, sure. be a little controversial. See, Seattle is your controversial pick. Islanders was your drunk pick. <laughs> not <laughs> drunk. Right. Other substance, but that's fine. Oh, there, there we go. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Legal for you, not legal for me substance. There, there you go. Um, all right, next one here. We're looking at guys that are currently like, I'd say top 15, top 20-ish in the scoring race type thing, right? Guys that we think could legitimately be like in the discussion to score 50 goals this year. And then five that are also in that tier that we personally just don't think will get there. Yeah. 
So take her away. Who is your first guy that you think is 50 goal potential? Boone motherfucking Jenner, ladies and gentlemen, because who else is going to score? <laughs> and he's the only one doing it. And he's on an incredible pace right now. So there you go. I was not at all prepared for that. Holy how shit. You like, how do you like that one? I, I don't. I mean, but wa- okay. watch. I mean, what a story, too. And the, I really sure think it's going to happen that the only good thing to come out of the season, other than some younger guys developing, is this guy just scoring all the goals for the team. Because all I right. think Columbus at the end of the season will end up with like 80 goals for 50 of them from Boone Jenner. Jesus. Okay. Um, I'll just start with one of my more controversial ones then. Um, I think Jordan Everly. Oh, what? See, I was going to say him, but I was like, Hoppy's going to roast me if I put him on this list. No, nah, dude, he he started the year real slow when like he wasn't really sure where he was at and what he was playing. Dude, he's consistently now, <laughs> since he started going on his goal scoring tear, he's been playing first line, he's been playing first power play, and I don't care how bad the surrounding cast is, if you get those kind of opportunities and you're a guy that has like the scoring past that Everly does, I think that he could hit 50 and... A lot of people might be shocked. I would not be if he got there. Doesn't mean um, that I'm like saying he'll get there, but it's funny because you fucking roasted me when we talked about the Seattle Kraken projections about how uh, that was before how... the season started. <laughs> well, he's basically the Boone Jenner the of Seattle. So there you go. I think they both have gotten like what career 28 goals. So something like that. I don't know. Yeah. There you yeah go. Whatever. All right. Next one for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, this one. Because he can't, uh, dis- or sorry, can't's the wrong word. Because he decided not to enter Canada to play any games due to his uh, his choices, Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, that might hinder him not being able to enter Canada. But uh, <laughs> but I want to say his pace right now, just playing in the United States. Oh my God, this guy's this guy's scoring goals left, right, and center. Isha, you, I was not prepared for this at all. You're scaring me. Okay. So you think that Tyler Bertuzzi could hit 50 this year? Yeah, with, with, and again, that's that's he's on a pace right now that's incredible. Okay, okay. Pace it, even. If we exclude Canada, I'll even say that you get, like, residual credit for those. I don't think there's a chance he hits 50. <laughs> I think <laughs> hey, if, he, if he hit Canada, it's a lock, but I'm still confident to put him on this list. All right. So get your fucking vaccine, Tyler Bertuzzi, so you can... Uh, so you can make me proud. <laughs> well, the other ones, in my opinion, are not controversial. You might think that one or two are. So I'll just go with the the gimmies. Dreisaitl, 50, chalk it. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't even put him on this because I just, it was a lock. Oh, okay, well, that yeah. defeats the purpose of what we're talking about. But all right, then uh, Ovechkin, you either ignored him because he's a lock or you picked him. No, I I, I put him on it. Okay, there we go. We don't really have to talk about that. Um, all right, who's another one for you? Um, I only have two more, and these are the ones that maybe you'll fight me on. We'll see. Yeah, you're going to fight me on all of these. Um, this is his coming out party this year. He looks like he's on a whole other level. He has the talent to score, but never could do it. Well, it's going to happen this year. Matt Duchesne. Yikes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> totally unimpressed. Very unimpressed. You'll you'll be happier with my my other my you know the the next list here on the on the negative side. Oh, the negative side. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. For me, I will say, and maybe you'll fight this. Uh, I think DeBrincat is very well poised to hit fifty. 
it was close. There's 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 another name that that I uh, I chose to put on my list instead of him, but he has the potential. The talent's he, there. Like, he's a goal playing scorer. Playing on that power play, playing yeah. with Kane, like no, that's I, good. And he's just a, everyone's kicking themselves for not drafting him yeah. because of size. He's such a filthy player. Yeah, it's like I almost wanted, like I, I almost thought it was a lock to put Kane on the list too. But then I look and I was like, oh, DeBrincat actually is the goal scorer. I would, ne- that, I would never put Kane on that list. Yeah, he's not a goal scorer. Yeah, I was like, DeBrincat's actually the goal scorer on this team right now. Mm-hmm. So no, I agreed. Okay, and then do you have another one or? Uh, Sveshnikov, actually, uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, he is more he respectable two way player, but he's more Oviesque in that he's got yeah. the talent. You know, close within the net too, like uh, close range and with distance with his shot. That I think. I mean, everyone's everyone's talking about the other guys there, the centers and whatnot. Yeah. No, I think Sveshnikov is one that's poised to hit fifty, and this year and multiple times in his career. Yeah, I I looked at him. I don't necessarily agree for this year, but I do agree with you about the player. And like again, if he hit it, like I'm not going to be dumbfounded by any means. Uh, my last one, uh, especially just in light of the. Yet again, injured <laughs> Kucherov. I think Stammer is a guy that could do it if he's the one that's got to be the driving force. Yeah, go-to shooter on the power play. If he gets some minutes with point, like I can see that being a thing. I'm not gonna bet on it, but I I like Stamkos to be a guy that pushes for you know being at the top of the goal scoring list. Um, I'll start with the negative because I'll just get it out there now. Uh, Connor McDavid. I don't think he can hit 50. That's that's the number one on my list too. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's why I was like, dry style is going to score the goals. Connor's just right. setting everybody up. I can't, I can't picture a team having two 50 goal scorers and the 50 goal scorers dry That's yeah. just math. Yeah. Analytics. Analytics. <laughs> I, I don't even math. And I thought of that one. There you go. Um, uh, Mine, my next one is kind of just, it, picks up on not not the Edmonton conversation but the the Tampa one. I don't think Stamkos is getting there cuz I think he's going to have to fulfill center duties and distribute more than shoot. Fair? Okay. So full circle. <laughs> so if he's playing center though, who do you think's the like third line center? Do you think Sorelli's playing third line center or Yeah. Oh, That's on. who I think. Has Kalorn played much center? No. Or is he just weird. mostly okay? I I I know no, ha- it's it's Sorelli and Point should be the one two, but if you think Stamkos slots to center and pushes Sorelli down, like that's good for the team. No, yeah, of course. I don't know if they want either of them playing third line, but I like it. Um, okay, um, mine. I just have to say it and take a quick pause. Uh, Ryan Hartman is not going to be a fifty goal scorer this year, but you all need to just take a second here, hit the pause button. And even if Ryan Hartman doesn't score another goal the rest of the year, like he's already provided more than the salary we're paying him. He has been nothing short of incredible. If he kept playing his same game and was picking up assists or just playing a great two way game and didn't score another goal this year, I would still be more than happy with the services that Ryan Hartman has provided. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Zuccarello and him are going to have career years. Like they really are with the Minnesota wild. That's what you love to see. Yep. Love to see it. And Hey, if he hits 50, I'll gladly be wrong. (laughs) Polar opposite contracts, but it's still what you want to see. (laughs) Um, My next pick is uh, Sebastian Ajo. And I know he's lighting it up in the goal column right now. He has all the talent to, because he's like a 90 to a hundred point player. I think 
that that's his that's his ceiling, right? So all the potential's there. He's showing that he can score with ease, but I think he he starts to distribute a little bit more. And again, Sveshnikov picks up all the picks up all the goals there in that scenario. I mean, that's that's fine. He's only got eight goals right now on the year, though. Yeah. So like, that's not a huge stretch. Well, I know, and it's it's not a huge stretch. It's just I like get it, though. that yeah, team right now. They're just like the offense is coming from even the fourth everywhere. line, right? right. So it's, it's everywhere for sure. Um, mine, maybe you'll push back on more. That's a little bit more controversial. Cause right now he is one of few that's like heavily pacing for it. I don't think Kreider's got a shot, not oh, a shot in hell. That's I, that one came out of left field. Uh, but I have my next pick is it, the exact same argument in the uh, Mangiapani who's got 14. Yeah, fucking I'm, goals I'm with that season. too. He was, he was on my list. Awesome. Um, for, for Kreider man though, it's to me, like I'm not a big, uh, not a big Rangers fan the way everybody else is like, not even from a fan perspective, but like, I don't think they're as good as everyone thinks they're just not, they, they don't have center depth. I, I considered throwing them in as a controversial one for bottom five center depth. Cause they literally Man, have would... one guy who's been pretty hit or miss. Yeah. Um, but it's a team that has like a ton of names, a ton of people you expect to be good. And there's just like not a semblance to me of consistency where like, Kreider might be the guy for a couple of weeks. Then there's going to be another couple of weeks where he's playing second or third line, not getting the same power play minutes. And I just like, it's good that he's been burying him early on the power play. I just don't see long-term sustainable success for a player like that. Great player to have. I would yeah, absolutely yeah. take him on my team. He is not getting 50 goals. Not happening. That, that's a good point about the Rangers too. And that like, other than their goalie right now, who I think has been tremendous. He's, like, he's been incredible. He's sure. like such a joy to watch. When I saw him play the Vancouver Canucks, I actually tuned in for some more Rangers games. Cause I was like, I got to see this guy play. Like Dude, this is right, unbelievable. right now. And I, I couldn't have a bigger crush on the game. The Vasilevsky plays <laughs> just is like kind of giving him a run for who's going to be playing for Russia. Cause he's been fucking incredible. Hey, good problem to have, especially with, you know, Especially with how good the United States goaltending tag is. Olympic athlete of Russia. <laughs> Olympic athletes of Russia, yes. Um, <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, my last pick, and... Um, Do you only have four, or did I miss one of yours? No, we agreed oh, on... Oh, we agreed on Manjipani, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, Braden Point. Braden Point. I wouldn't uh, have ever thought he'd be a 50-goal scorer. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, he he's one of those who, especially on the power play right now, too, is is looked at to help drive offense. He can score. We've we've seen him step up in the playoffs and score. Um, I think that yeah, this guy on this team with how with how talented even even their depth is. I mean, this guy doesn't always have to be the guy to distribute. This guy can be the trigger man, and he's he's scoring this season. So like that's the thing with with with. Even on on the other side, on the positive side, I picked everyone who, yeah, maybe there's some wild cards there, some surprise, but they all are scoring goals right now, which is why they made both sides of these lists. And he is scoring goals for the team. I don't think he's going to be sustainable to hit 50. Yeah. All right. My last one is one that you probably will and probably should fight. I'm just doubling down on things I previously said. I don't think Kyle Connor's a guy that can get 50. Oh, see that one. I I don't like because I know yeah, I you figured. don't appreciate him as much as you should. I, I think he's a great player. I just don't look at him and say he is the goal scorer of the team. He is this season. So far, he is. I'm yeah. saying I don't think that continues. But hey, that's again, a good pick. That you again, got me fired I, up. So I like that one. Yeah, and I I know that that one could come back and bite me. <laughs> I'm yeah, aware. Well, shoot, man, Braden Point could bite me too because he's he's playing incredible this year. That's why I said like, he's ooh, playing he, incredible every year. 
<laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right last, let's move on. last one here. Man rockets versus people that get hit in the face with a shovel. Um, we can run through these pretty quick. There doesn't have to be much debate unless we disagree. Of course, Isha, you want to lead? Well, again, just like finding, you know, <laughs> there's a lot. We're going to miss some. They're, they're hockey players. Okay. They're the least good looking professional athletes in, in all of sports. I'd say, I, no, I don't agree. Continue. Sorry. It, Canadians because in the United States, you guys play with your face masks and shields, right? Where Canada, you're taking a puck at like 14 years old in the face. Going to screw some things. Yeah. Up there's here. no Canadian leagues where they wear shields. Never. Oh, wait, <laughs> all of them. Shut the fuck up. No, they don't. Are you serious? CHL, no shield. Junior A, no shield. Just just a little visor, not a shield, not a full That's face That's what a mask. shield is. I'm sorry, full face mask covering Oh, you everything. already said face mask. Family, yeah. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so we start with uh, mutants or man rockets? <laughs> uh, let's go. Right, which one do you want to lead with? Um, Let's start with the mutants because this one's okay. a little funnier. And I, duh, and I hate this because I get no disrespect. No, to, there's disrespect to, here. To, to Russia? But oh, like, it's, all, t- it's a lot of Russia. It's Russia heavy. <laughs> I, I have one. I have one non-Russian. <laughs> okay, I have two. Radulov, man. Like uh, Radulov. Yep, he was, he was he was my number two because I ranked mine. He was number okay. two. <laughs> Radulov. I mean, he's a beast, and I say that in a complimentary way in regard to his play. But holy shit, is he actually a beast? Okay. Yep. Yeah. I yes. He was my number two. Do you have a guess? Is there anyone on your list that you think that I would have uglier than him? If not, I'll just go. But I'm curious. Um, like maybe Malkin. Oh no, Malkin was my three. Okay. So yeah, there's Malkin. He baby-faced, ugly Russian. I love him to death. One of my favorite players. He's ugly. If Shrek He's was ugly. of a whiter tone, it would be Evgeny Malkin. Yeah. Oh, dang, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, if, and, and if Shrek also like ran like a couple miles every day too, you know, a couple. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, okay. So we've, we both agreed on those so far, my number one, and like, this is by long strides, love the player, hate the face. Andre Vasilevsky. Really? Oh, he's an ugly motherfucker. And then he does that wacky thing with his eyes too. But <laughs> you know it, why I didn't put him? Cause I, I'm a, I'm a big eye person, male or female. I will comment on your eyes. That's like, I just love eyes. I think they're beautiful. He's got some fucking beautiful eyes. So like, that's it's just terrifying eyes. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. They like pierce through the fucking mask. You're like, holy shit. Um, fair enough. Fair though. Cause like now I'm thinking, I'm like, okay. Yeah, Have you he's... seen his mug shots every year where his hair is just fucking everywhere? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's bad, man. It's bad. All right. Well, who's your next one? That, so uh, you didn't have him on your list. So who, no. what's your one that you think isn't on mine? Uh, I mean, Alex Sovechkin. He's not. Uh, the, he's on both of our lists. Yeah, he was. He's he was the, my number four. Put it this way: his his play isn't aging at all. But the guy's got like gray hair at thirty. I mean, come on. Uh, he actually looks better now, though, than like when he was younger. Like as far as like his facial, like he looked weirder when he, he was grew younger. into his face. Yeah, for right? sure, I agree. Yeah. Whereas Malkin has not. No, <laughs> no, no. And like, when he starts to sag, oh, poor. Very oh, unfortunate, man. but yeah. again, what he does is beautiful. He's got okay. millions of dollars in the bank. It doesn't matter. All right, we both agreed on that. So give me. So that means you probably have two more that I don't have. I've got one more that maybe you do, maybe you don't. Okay, give me one. Um, and I, I mean, it's this is crazy to think because usually if you have Persian jeans in you, I mean, look at me, you're dashing. But Mika's a Benajad man, and usually the Sweden and Persian mix. Oh my God. 
especially women. Oh my, Swedish and Persian women. Oh my God, right? Sure. Swoon just thinking of that. Mika Zabinajad, I haven't seen a picture of the, of the Persian side of his family, but I'm sure that's what that's what threw the equation off there. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, mine, <laughs> another incredible player, but God, is he a clown? Mark Stone, what an so, ugly human. I he was uh, my honorable mention. Like he was the one okay. I scratched off at the end, but yes. And his brother's actually a pretty good-looking guy, so very different, very different. Mm-hmm. All right, and what's your very, last one? Very different players, too, because the other stone... Right. He's on Calgary, but he ain't actually on Calgary. Uh, my last, and this one... I, it's Phil Kessel, man. <laughs> it's Phil Kessel. <laughs> I don't accept that. I mean, I know you... I know you I'm leaving wouldn't. the podcast. And, and that's this okay. Been fun. Um, but but come on. <laughs> All right, now if you had to pick one for Minnesota, who would it be? Ooh, shoot, that's. There's a couple goofy looking guys on the wild. Goligoski, he's pretty goofy looking. <laughs> Fair. He's he's on the list, but the the one to me, and maybe people will get upset about this. I think Jewel Erickson Eck looks fucking weird. Oh, dude, yeah, he's a funny looking guy too. He's a goofy looking dude. Again, love him, but. Just a goofy looking guy. Yeah, he's like a he's like an there, alien There's a couple guy. man rockets though on the team for sure. I, I only I know. included one on the list because I didn't want it to be too wild. Same, heavy. same. I had three in the oh, beginning. That, but... that means you probably have the same one as me, which is a bummer. Probably. All right, let, let's do that one first. Who is it? Kevin. Yeah, pass yeah. me. Could my, you like my, again? My, no... my wife would leave me for him without even a second's hesitation. Even like take away like the fame and the money and stuff. Like if he walked up to her and said, Hey, you want to leave your husband? She'd be like, Yes. Man, like <laughs> Again, very comfortable with my sexuality. I look at that guy and I'm just like, for fuck's sakes, bro. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, much it's like, like the first I look time at Vasile- I saw Brad Pitt. Yeah, much like I look at Vasilevsky's eyes, I'm just like, swoon. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we both had Fiala. Uh, just real quick, then the other Minnesota guys, I- I'm pro- I'm guessing it's probably Felino and Zuccarello. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Kirill falls non- in Russian category. Uh, maybe, maybe he'll grow out of his baby face, but I don't, I don't know. I think he's going to end oh, up. He's like not going to be a good looking. He's going to be like right. Malkin uh, by the end of it. <laughs> uh, he won't reach Malkin status, but he's never no, going to be. He's never going to be in consideration for man rocket status. That's so. the category. Oh, that he's just going to be a baby forever. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um. um so your first non wild. Uh, Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi is an absolute stud, huh. man. He is an I wouldn't have thought of him, but I don't disagree. Okay. Yeah, like just ev- everything about him, e- everything about him, and I mean, from what I, I, I've actually, I, I got some, uh, I got some opinions on on the man rocket list. Right? I asked some people, like, are these, are these, you know, picks? You know, am, am I, am I out to lunch here? And they all were like, no, 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 no. Roman, oh. Yo- if anything, Roman Yossi was top of the list for for the people I uh, really? reached out to for confirmation. So, yeah. So Dylan likes Roman. Yossi. No, no, no. Like, uh, like my my sister. And a few other, few other uh, yeah. hockey fans who are women. No, I, I don't disagree. He just, I wouldn't have even thought of him. Um, for me, my number one probably, is, and a little bit aged, but Tyler Sagan. Yeah, yep. Dude's just got it. Plain and simple. He's, <laughs> he's got it, man. And the stories about Tyler Sagan, are, they're just endless. Like, what? Like, and they're not like dis for the most part, not like any disrespect, like no Patrick Kane stories coming out, but just very funny bro humor stories with oh, yeah. Tyler Sagan. Oh, and really it's good ones. Him, him and Jamie Ben are honestly just like, 
the perfect match made in heaven for team oh yeah jamie bed talk about another baby face he falls he falls into that baby face category he's just got a small face and just very dip like he like when he grows when he's out got of beard, the beard you can't tell no but when he grows about out of beard it just looks gross when jordy's beard's out you're like hell yeah like yeah, that's right. that looks good um i know top uh, hoppy hates this guy but tom wilson i figured just, he'd be on your list i don't disagree he's not my top five but like i he's a good looking dude i i he i thought that there were players ahead of him again reached out and then i kind of like looked them looked at them all again i was like i'm taking even my capitals bias out of it this guy this guy's something else no that's that's fair um next one that i feel like is a gimme and should be on your list because that's probably it the other two you might not uh gabriel landeskog dude is a missile i forgot about him but he should yes he should have been on my list yeah fair enough (laughs) we can move on everyone else knows they hate him they hate him because he plays for colorado but He's a good looking dude. So this one's maybe out of left field. Um, I don't know, but it was a surprise when I heard one person say, what about this player? And that player is Ryan fucking Reeves, man. Like just one of those brutes, but not in mutant category. Like we just had, he's one of those who are just like, "Mm, damn. And uh, very strong motherfucker too. So if you're put it this way, if you're into the bigger humans, that, 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 you know, lightens your lamp. I'd say Ryan Reeves has to be on the list, and he's on my top five man rocket list. Don't hate it. Yeah. Okay. Left field, though. I don't I don't think he's not the one that the media talks about all the time, too, where like the Yossi's, like the Landis Cogs, you know. Okay. Well, this one I can say with confidence you don't have. And I'll admit a good chunk of it's the hair, but I still <laughs> think he's a good looking dude outside of it. William Carlson just does something for me. Good pick. Good yeah. pick. Yeah, I like him. Um, and I just love him as a player too. I'm. I want to see him in like spiky hair, short spiky hair now, just to see if like that no. if it's if it's and the yeah, hair. If or I not. ever see that, it's I can't do that. No, that, that's sacrilege. Yeah, but if you still swoon upon seeing that, then that really says something about him, and it's staple on this list. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last in this one, I'm going off the boards. I'm breaking the rules a little bit, Hoppy, because I know we're talking about player. I'm going coach here. I'm going coach huh? here. Yeah. And again, Which coach? little little bit of looks, although it's, you know, his hair is fading right now, but it's more so like, look, if, I, if I'm going to swoon over someone in the National Hockey League, it's going to be a coach who not only won two Stanley Cups back to back, but who's also a lawyer. So, you know, has money in the bank in John Cooper. I don't know what it is about that man. It just... It just lights my flame, and he has the way, to be on it's the way list. he chews that gum that just gets. Oh you going. my god! Stop! 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 <laughs> I don't okay. know what it is about him. He's got an aura, to like, and he didn't hit his fight because he didn't even play hockey. He's the lawyer from Prince George, British Columbia. He's there's something else about that man. There's it's funny man. I I him. almost considered doing an off the board one like that and going with Bill Guerin just because like <laughs> that like like presence he has where yeah. he like is the guy. It's almost like. It's like Tony Soprano, right? Where like, yeah, not a good looking dude, but it's like the power and the presence that he has that like, I could see that being a thing uh, as long as you can get past bloodshot eyes. Um, but my <laughs> last one, and this is off the board, but I'll stand by it. Patrick Hornquist, man, like that good, good, good looking dude. But dude, if you've ever seen pictures of him in the locker room, like when they're like doing the post game celebrations, dude always has his shirt off immediately, and he looks like he's straight out of the movie Three Hundred. He's chiseled, fucking outrageous, outrageous, dude. He would, see, the, I, I he would, would never imagine the shit out of anyone. Like maybe not like fist fight, but like 
dude is clearly an absolute monster so... physically. No, like, That's the I got... thing. You wouldn't think it. You don't no. look at him and think that. He almost looks like he's kind of like more of the chubby guy. No, he's I was going to say, I looked at him. Movie 300. I looked at him. I thought Phil Kessel. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, he couldn't be more opposite of Phil Kessel. Damn. Well, no wonder like he's feared on the ice. Cause like, man, in his prime, he's a, he was, he's he was a, a monster. Yeah. Yep. A monster. Love it. This was the funnest. I think this was the funnest category. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it yeah i i liked it <laughs> very very nice and again like it, it's hard and uh how many can only one no it's ryan reeves canadian he must be probably yeah if you so, don't know that's usually the right guess yeah so i mean reeves and will i said there wouldn't be any canadians on this list we got three on my so there you go there you go wow oh i had one <laughs> it's hard to find good looking canadian hockey players because their faces are usually mangled yeah, I had one, and then the rest of mine were Euros, which is no shock. Yeah, it's especially, like, back in the day, too, when, like, all the great Canadians were just the fighters from the dub. It's just, like... Mm. Uh, honorable <laughs> mention, going in the same category as William Carlson, but Carl Hagman. That guy's got oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Him, him, when him and Hornquist had their little bromance, that was, like, a, a polarizing thing in Pittsburgh, for sure. <laughs> Unreal. Well, that about wraps up this fun Wednesday episode. Again, happy American Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, hope you have a great uh, rest of your week and weekend. Uh, any anything else you want to mention here, Hoppy? Before uh, before I get get into the whole sign off. No. Hopefully next time you guys hear from me, I won't be sick. Yeah. Yeah. No. Of course. And I hope you feel better, buddy. Uh, thanks everyone tuning in on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. The best thing you do for us this week, any week, is to give us five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. If you're jonesing for more hockey content, go listen to our website, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. And on your app, please download the episode before you listen, as it just helps our business. Uh, don't forget to follow myself at VI Sports Talk. You can follow the Soda Pod at the Soda Pod. You can follow Hoppy at State of Hoppy. And of course, the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net. Again, happy Thanksgiving. With that, signing off, I'm Isha Jerome alongside the state of Hoppy. This has been the Southern Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. We good, man? We will be. <laughs> Don't fear, just drink some beer and stay wild.